This is the Insight is Capital podcast. Tom O'Gorman is Senior Vice President, Director, and Portfolio Manager of Fixed Income at Franklin Bissett Investment Management. The views expressed in this podcast are those of Tom O'Gorman and Franklin Bissett Investment Management. As an aside, at the global level of central banking, there was an interesting uh, note by Citi a couple weeks ago, which was in regards to that although the Fed and potentially the ECB were moving towards or already in a tightening stance and and in terms of bond purchases um, slowing down or, or reversing. Um, the argument made by Citi was that although there was this tightening posture coming from Western central banks, that China, because of its recovering foreign exchange reserve uh, buildup, was actually providing liquidity at the uh, central bank level and because of its bond purchases on the foreign exchange reserve side. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, they're they're a big factor. Everybody's trying to figure out if the Fed stops buying treasuries and the U.S., for whatever reason, is issuing more treasuries, whether it's to fund the tax cuts and the deficits going higher or for infrastructure or for whatever, you know, all other things being equal, that's not great for the bonds of of that particular sovereign entity, although it seems to be different when you're the reserve currency and when you're the largest economy in the world. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, China is one group, and there's been rumors, and some of them have been knocked down about that China's going to buy less, and, you know, they may make some statements like that through these through these trade negotiations because the one the one thing they have in their negotiation toolkit is they're the largest holder of uh, US treasuries and there's even been some talk about what what Japan is going to do uh, but you know there there's still a lot of natural buyers of treasuries. If the deficit's going up and more issuance is coming, then the share of treasuries and benchmarks and indices are going up and passive investments and ETFs and things will all have to be buying them too as that, that share goes higher. Then there's just the pension side. There was a story, I believe, the other day about just the if you were just going to do a rebalance on pensions with stocks up, Five to ten percent year to date and bonds down. Uh, you have shifts like that, so there's lots of need. I mean, we think at higher yield, you you do find uh, lots of buyers. But I mean, we are and it's a global economy, and you can't look at any of this in, in isolation. I mean, one of the things we realized through QE, and especially with the ECB which sort of started later but continued on a bit faster than than the Fed did, was that, you know, some of this money is fungible. You know, the ECB is buying corporates from European investors, and European investors are selling at these ridiculous levels to the ECB, and then they're going, well, what can I buy? Oh, what's cheap? Let's look at North American (laughs) corporate bonds. So, I mean, these... The money is fungible, and you know what China does with its treasuries uh, certainly is important. And if they are, if the economy is such that they're growing reserves and they're still, you know, holding dollars, which I think they will. I mean, I don't think anybody's looking. Uh, I don't think you can find a, another currency that's going to act uh, as the reserve currency. Although the euro is stabilizing and economic growth is better. Uh, I think, you know, the, the 
uh, the period over, you know, the last eight or nine years showed that, uh, you know, you don't want certain types of volatility in your right. reserve currency. So I still think the, the U.S. benefits from that, but China is an important player uh, in all facets of monetary policy, central banking, and and especially you know the 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 rate side, the fixed income markets.